Oh, yeah, people, we're back. Hey, the Clippers weren't the only one that had Cancun on three. My boy Julian went over there during a hurricane. And he's he's all safe. He's all good. What's up, Julian? How was it? What up, bro? What up, bro? I was waiting for. I was waiting to run into one of these Clippers players, bro. It didn't happen. It did not happen at all. My bad, you cut out. But, but you know, we we good. We safe. We safe. Hey, it wasn't a vacation, but we safe. It's all good, bro. As long as you good. But uh, we're a little late on this, just like last week. We're all about positivity yeah. over here. We're going to still talk about it. Week four. Uh, it was a weird week of football, man. Fucking the Titans and Steelers getting postponed because of COVID, like we talked about. The Patriots and Chiefs getting pushed back. Like It's just weird stuff going on. And now Broncos and Patriots pushed back to Monday, and Bills, Titans pushed to Tuesday this week. It's so, so weird, dude. Like, I don't know. Um, the, hey, we. I mean, it's weird because, like, we called it from the beginning and then we kind of praised the NFL. Like, after week two, and then boom, yeah. just and all it, came at us. It's crazy, bro. Like, the Titans, I can't believe everything that's coming out. I don't know if you've read, you know, everything up to the, up to this point. Titans? Yeah, like, the no masks, the secret workouts when they found the first positive test. Like, bro, come on. <laughs> Like, I understand, like I, I, I understand why the players want to still meet up and practice, but come on, man, like it's just sometimes you take it too far, and I side with the league here, like that's too much. Dude. Yeah. Did you see Calm that down. the they might make them forfeit that game? They should, honestly. Yeah, um, I mean, they, they, I think yeah. they got another. Oh, actually, no, they're clear. They no positive test up to this point. So, um, but I mean, I think they should get suspended too. Those players. Yeah. Forfeit the game and suspend those players that were there. Cause, I mean, yeah. it's just gonna get worse, dude. I ain't seeing the see. Like, this is not stopping them from from meeting up. So, yeah. I mean, did you hear the Jets? One yeah. player got positive. Jets today? got a positive so. today, so it's crazy, bro. Like, it's it's gonna keep happening. It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. this isn't gonna stop. Dude. It's not gonna stop. Uh, we'll see how this all plays out. I mean, we're already we're already a quarter of the way through with the NFL, so. Yeah, I mean, let, since we're talking about that, like, what what was your reaction when we when I I mean you texted me but like your initial reaction when uh, Cam got COVID? Like, what did you think? It was only a matter of time before you got a superstar in the league and get it. Um, we had a couple of these Titan players have it. I mean, they're not headliners like Cam Newton. And when he got it, dude, it kind of it should wake the league up. I mean, especially Roger mm-hmm. Bell, like you know, like. One of these top players got it now. Like, who knows? Who knows who's next? So, I was shocked. I didn't think Cam was going to get it, honestly. Of all the players in the league, mm-hmm. uh, stars in the league, I didn't think it was going to be Cam. But, you know, at least he's doing okay. Um, that's, so, that's good. But, I mean, it kind of just ruined the, the, the hype to that game. Yeah. Um, I remember last week's episode, we were so excited to see that game. Um, Mahomes versus Newton. Belichick versus Reed and stuff. But, I mean, it just kind of took the – Know, the buzz out of the out of that game, and I didn't see it to be quite honest with you. After that, I saw oh, that. It was, oh, I got you. Don't worry, bro. I got um, you. <laughs> because that was Monday night, right? I, yeah. I was already gone. I didn't. Want, so, I didn't see the game today. But. So this game, I mean, you said it. We we were tweeting at each other a little bit. Like the lucky noon wasn't in this game, honestly, because Hoyer left. I think potentially he we could have had a 
for two field goals and a touchdown. So he fumbled, he took a sack at the end of the at the end of the first half. No timeouts left. So there goes that. And we held him to six points in the first half. Like that's crazy, bro. The Chiefs, like the explosive offense Chiefs. Like like you said last week, Belichick, the Patriots are Mahomes' kryptonite. Like they figure him out. They confuse him. You know, the first couple uh, quarters, it's always tough for him to figure out. And now, uh, if Cam was in that game, I feel like they had a they they would have a big shot at winning that game for sure, pulling off the upset. But absolutely, what yeah, happened to uh, Jared's? What is it, Jared, Jared Stidham? Stidham? Uh, he was okay. I mean, he was better than Hoyer. That's why they put him in. But he had that good touchdown to hit to Nikhil. It was a good throw. But after that, I mean, not much. Uh, Julian Edelman basically dropped a, a, a easy, like, two-yard gain, and then Ty- Tyron Matthew took it back for a pick six. And then the next drive, Jared Stidham threw a pick after that. So, I mean, that the fact that we were in that game, we held the Chiefs offense to 19 points. Like, come on, bro. That It was right there for the taking, and, Hoyer and Sidham couldn't take advantage of the opportunities that the defense was giving them. And shout out to the NFL for, uh, you know, fucking over the Patriots against the Chiefs. Again, they had a, a strip sack fumble, and they called Mahomes down before the ball. After the ball came out, that, that's when they called him down. So, you know, they, they just punted the ball, and that was it. So, yeah, man, it's just a weird game. And This, this should kind of, I mean, with Cam out, this should really tell Bill Belichick the whole organization. You're going to need a quarterback if Cam leaves. I mean, You're going to need a quarterback. That should have been like, yo, let's let's sign him already. What are we waiting for? Like, I don't understand. Exactly. Like, the reports are saying, oh, we're going to wait till after the season. For what? Like, Jared Stidham isn't the future. He's not ready. Brian Hoyer right. is Brian Hoyer. We know who he is. Like, he's been on 14 teams. Like, that's, you know, hyperbole. But still, he's been on a lot of teams. And, the fact that the, they chose him over Stidham, I'm like, why? Like, why not just throw Stidham out there, see what's up? But, uh, especially because they they had big price for him prior to the Cam Newton signing. So, yeah, and, you know, I, he, I know he got hurt, but I still think they should have started him this game. I feel like we would have had a better shot. But, I mean, I I hope I hope we can get this rematch in the playoffs somehow, some way. I want to see these two go at it again because. Cam, bro, he made he makes so much uh, of a difference to this offense now. The way they they've sculpted it, you know, like McDaniel's brought out the Tim Tebow playbook. So, you know, the the running game is a big deal. Like like what he did against Seattle. Like Seattle had no answer, and I feel like Kansas City would would have had no answer with Cam at quarterback. So it's gonna be interesting. I hope we can see this again. You know, everybody full strength, and I want to see. A good game, not that garbage on Monday. But um, yeah, like what, what were some of the games that stood out to you? Uh, for week four, right? Yeah. Um, so the one I liked, I actually saw was the Raiders Bills game. Okay. That one was really good. Um, dude, Josh Allen has. It's the first time I saw Josh Allen like live, and the dude is impressive, man. Yeah. Oh um, my, he got hurt so. <clears throat> Yeah, it's like his favorite target. It's it's weird to me. Like I know Dix is good, but Jesus Christ, that's that's like 
his number one guy now. It's like a Breeze mm-hmm. to Marco Thomas connection. But I That's think it's true. better TBH. Uh, but Josh Allen did get, get hurt a little bit. I don't know if it was his shoulder or wrist. I wasn't listening, but I did see the play. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his non-throwing hand, though, so he was fine. But just something to keep an eye on late in the season. I know he's not healthy right now, obviously, after that, after that hit. Um, so I saw that game. Uh, Bills 4-0. Called it from the beginning. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see. You're waiting for them to play the Patriots, and then we'll figure it out after that. But, yeah. but, but, no, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like, some people are saying, "Oh, well, you know, the Bills are this and that." Like, no, they're Josh Allen's playing good. He's at, he's playing at an MVP level right now, up to this point. Stephon Diggs is a completely new version of himself. Like, I've never like we've seen Stephon have these type of games, but four games straight where he's getting over a hundred yards, he's getting five plus catches, and he's I don't know, like like you said, that's his number one target. But the fact that he's completely made Buffalo a contender now. Just one acquisition changed everything, you know, so now it's going to be interesting when they play the Patriots. It's going to be a good game, but um, yeah, I'm impressed with the Bills 4-0. One of the top teams in the AFC. Is it just me? Or is the AFC looking a little more loaded than the NFC? Oh, for the time being, yes. And it's only, and I'm going to say this just because of the NFC East and the NFC North. Um, the East is trash. I mean, we've already established this, and we'll get to it later. But they, we, they're trash. All the divisions trash. We already talked about that from the beginning. We didn't, this is no surprise here. Um, the North is honestly a little bad to me too. Um, I know the Bears are four and one, right? After yesterday's win, but I don't take them serious yet, man. I really don't. Um, not yet. Well, I know they just beat the Bucks. Yesterday was a good start. I, I yeah, you know they they really pulled that one out. Brady did his best J.R. Smith impression for getting yeah. those fourth rounds. So, uh, um, but go ahead. But the Packers, the Packers. I mean, they're they're really good. That's the one team that I'm impressed by. And then the Vikings is such a huge disappointment. And then the Lions are a dumpster fire. So, I and the West is honestly the only great division. Even the South is kind of like yeah. mediocre. It's a little shaky um, right now. You're right. I mean, the AFCs make way more competitive. You have like at least two or three good teams in each division. Um, and the AFC, so you're right. Um, it's something to point out. I thought the NFC was going to be more loaded this year. Um, I was wrong, but I mean, hey, it's, it's if you're in the AFC, it's it's kind of hard right now. It's scary. So, yeah. uh, before we get to the NFC, it's like you kind of you know pointed out right there. Wanted to touch on a little more other games, like the Cardinals. Man, what a what a disappointment that was. This was a trap game to me, though. Yeah, we've called it. Like we said, Panthers are going to be a trap team where you know you're not going to expect them to beat you, and when they do, you're going to be like, "Why the f- how the fuck did we lose that game?" I understand, but I don't know the Cardinals, bro. They should have won last week. Kyler Murray or week three, they, Kyler Murray kept throwing a bunch of picks, and that's why the Lions stuck around and won that game. And then this week, he, they couldn't get anything going, so. Shout out to the Panthers, bro. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is looking good. Mike Davis has really stepped up in the absence of McCaffrey. So yeah, they're a good team with Matt Rule. I like the I like what they got going on. Yeah, I mean, with the Panthers though, it's weird because they should have won Week One too against the Raiders. That yeah. was a game they could have took. So they could easily be three and one. Um, it's interesting. I was reading a stat ever since McCaffrey went down. The, the Panthers' offense has been looking like more 
just not more. It's not one-sided. It's mm-hmm. it's actually a threat now, and it's interesting when McCaffrey comes back how the how the offense is going to be uh, with him back into the fold because obviously he's their star player. Are they going to give him all the carries? Are they going to share the ball? Are they going to give Rave Jordan more time? Not even Honestly, because he's a good power back. Like you know, I like to. The time I know of him, like most of all, is when he was with Seattle. Like he he really had a good mm-hmm. run in Seattle. Chicago released him, and Chicago feels I feel like they need him. You know, they need a running back. Montgomery isn't really cutting it. Tariq Cohen's hurt, so I feel like they're a team that would that would love to have him right now. Like Mike Davis has stepped up though, and Robbie Anderson has has been having a good year. Just everything. Yeter Gross Mott. I like the young guys on defense that they have. Like they they we said this in the preview. Like when we did it, like the Panthers are probably gonna be in charge of the division again pretty soon once you know these yeah. next two years pass by. No, you're right. We called it. I mean, as for the time being we, we picked the Bucks, Saints and Falcons to be on top. And then after that, I mean Brady's gonna retire, Brady's gonna be gone and who knows what the Falcons are gonna do, but you're right, Panthers in a few years are going to be the scary team in that division, just depending on what direction these other three teams go. But it, it, for the time, you're right. It, it looks like they're going to be running that league or that division. Speaking of the Bucks for week four, I mean, Tom Brady looked good, though. Five touchdowns. I know he threw that dumb pick six, but the Bucks showed me something. You know, like the concern that we had and why we don't we didn't have them making the playoffs was chemistry. Like you can't just roll into an offense, roll into a new system, and just be like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna pick up. I'm gonna pick up where I left where I left off in New England." No, that's not how things work. But that game really showed me something. The defense kind of got exposed that game, but um, you know, Tom Brady looked good, bro. He didn't look he good did. against the Bears, but against the Chargers, he looked pretty good, and I was impressed. And he looked great the week before in Denver. So yeah, he's been having some I mean, good games. I'm impressed. Yeah. You can see the potential of this offense with those last few weeks uh, prior to the Bears game. So they're going to pick up some steam. I know they just lost to Chicago, but we'll see how they do next week um, and the week after that. But for the time being, the Bucks are, are doing good. They're yeah. not up to the expectations we, we a lot of people have. I, this is not going to have that expectation, but to everybody's expectations. But we'll see. Um, they're doing fine for the time being. Uh, if you want to, since we're talking about the South, we can touch on the Saints really quick too. I did not see this game though. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, this was the game. Interesting game. Game. Interesting game. The Saints Lions. Yeah, Lions went up 14-0, and I was like, the the amount of criticism the Saints are about to receive after this game. But then I thought, wait, it's Detroit. It's Matt Patricia. They're gonna find a way to let the Saints <laughs> stick around. They did, and Alvin Kamara. Stepped up like always, and Drew Brees was throwing the ball a little, you know, down the field a lot more. Emmanuel Sanders was a lot more involved. Traquan Smith, I mean, they're for the time being that they don't have Michael Thomas, they're making it work. It's just the issue with the Saints is the defense really fell off, and Drew Brees can't throw the ball past ten yards. I mean, he did this game, but it's against Detroit. You know, I want yeah, to- you can't. Uh- Emmanuel Sanders is, is picking up his, his steam though for a while. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas is gone. Um, yeah, man, the Saints, they're not looking like the old Saints. They're, they're struggling with these teams. Uh, I know they're squeaking out victories, but, geez, Lee, that is something to look out for for the Saints because 
Hey, the schedule this doesn't get enough. any easier. So to me, absolutely. They got the Chargers, who you can't sleep on the Chargers. Uh, you know, they obviously play the their division. Those divisional games are always weird. You know, there's always that team that beats another team. You're like, well, how the fuck did that happen? And, you know, <laughs> You're right. Like they, they got the they got the Panthers twice, the Falcons twice. They still got the Bucks. They got the Bears coming up. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I, I we we've said it, man. I, the fucking uh, Saints are just. I don't feel like they're gonna make the playoffs, and I had them going too. The Niners. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't see it happening right now. I don't. I don't see any, like, sort of anything to hold on to when it comes to the Saints. But we'll see. Yeah. Like you said, something to watch out for. But um, you're right. You're right. We'll see with that one. Uh, but I mean, since we're sticking to this division, uh, the <clears throat> the Falcons, man. Oh Lord, they. This is the. This is like so sad. This is heartbreaking to watch. Hmm. Um. I couldn't take it. I mean, obviously, he's in Cancun for this Monday night game, but man, was, I can't. I can't see these highlights, man. This is very sad. The Packers are too good. Yeah, let me ask you: Why is Dan Quinn still hired? In your I opinion, think, in your opinion, why do you think so? He's a players' coach. It's weird to me. Like the whole fan base doesn't like him. Um, I'm whatever's about Quinn. I, I know his job's gone. It's just a matter of time, mm-hmm. but the players love him. He's a he's he, the players adore his coaching style, his approach to the game. Um, but sometimes you just gotta give discipline. He's like to me, you gotta discipline your, your players. If you can't be out there being the likable coach because players aren't gonna. It just seems like players aren't gonna like take it serious when it comes to game time. Um, and I think Arthur Blake feels like he still has. He can still – he gives Quinn a chance still. I mean, because if you fire Quinn, what are you going to do from now for the rest of the season? Um, when you do that, it just shows that you're done. You're, you're calling it quits for the year. And I know we're 0-4, but I still believe Arthur Blank still thinks we could squeak in for a wild card, uh, wild card appearance. <sighs> but to me, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's the only reason I have to this, why he's not fired. Um, but since we are talking about firings, who do you think the Falcons' next coach should be? Because he's gonna get fired. It's just a matter of time. It's a matter of time. I mean, Listen, I know he hasn't done it yet. A coach I really want to see get a hold of this offense or Houston's offense, Eric Bieniemy. I really, yes. I really want him to get one of these jobs because Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. I think they need another running back. I don't know if Todd Gurley has it anymore. Like he's been having a couple of good games here and there, but arthritis in the knee—it's not gonna go away. Like that just doesn't—you know—it's always gonna be there. It's always gonna have that issue. But uh, I, I, I'm a fan of Hayden Hurst. I, I like him at tight end. And Eric Bieniemy, his play calling lately has been, you know, I, for lack of a better word, just sensational. Though it's just really. Him and Andy Reid have been cooking up a lot of you know, weird to make the weird formations that make the defense you know second guess. And once the defense is second guessing, you know what to do, you got them, and that's why the Ravens got cooked that one week against them. So I think Eric Bieniemy, I, I would have him front running for the Falcons or the Texans. See, and that the thing is, like, I'm a huge fan of him. I've been a huge fan of him since last year. 
I remember we were discussing about who should be uh, the next coach in any of these teams. And the thing about it, though, is I love him. I feel like if we have the same offense that we have now, it wouldn't work. Um, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, I told you. I told you, man. Matt Ryan, I love him to death. He's one of the great quarterbacks we've had in this franchise. But he he's just not the type of threat that the modern NFL is adapted to. Um, I feel like Mahomes, as good as the enemy is, I think Mahomes is also a big uh, factor into oh, that. Of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, Mahomes is just a whole different breed. Um, but we need to find a, a quarterback that's at least half as good as what Mahomes is. Matt Ryan is great. Don't get me wrong. And talent-wise, talent, talent wise, he's up there with Mahomes. But he Mahomes just brings a different thing to a different style of play to the to the league and uh, we just need one of those man Matt Ryan is just not going to cut it we, we need run pass option we need to do that stuff just look at the Patriots when they had Brady the offense just started started feeling like it was just stale like that's there's nothing more they can offer now that they got Cam you see you this is your team bro you've seen it Cam just brings a different uh style of play to the league and to this team and it it's just opens up opportunities to win games and um, if, if he takes his job enemy I I feel like Matt Ryan needs to leave. He needs to go. We just need to get somebody like, um, like somebody from the draft. Not necessarily uh, Lawrence, but the dude from Ohio State. What's his name? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Uh, Trey Lance from was it North Dakota State? Looks good. I feel like he has potential, but exactly. Let me, so let's let me ask you something. Right, this is hypothetical. This this could be another topic. If the Jets do get Trevor Lawrence, could you guys potentially get Sam Darnold? I mean, no. Why not? I, because I like Sam. I really do. I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of Sam. I, I feel like fucking Adam Gase is just not. Obviously, he's not the fucking best coach, but he has flashes where I'm like, man, if he had an offense, maybe this could be something. But I don't know. Like, I feel like if. Trevor Lawrence does go to the Jets, which I think will happen. Um, you know, I can't. I, I just can't. Now with Sam Donald, I just think there's already there's some there's just already like a percept a perspective of Sam Donald, despite Adam Gase being there. They, there's already like they already know what he is, what he can bring to the table. So I just think. Unless the Falcons truly, truly believe it like you do, I don't see it happening at all. I'm like, we're not going to lose Matt Ryan for him, for Sam Donald. I definitely will say that. Right so now. you think Dan Quinn and Matt Ryan are gone after this year? I know Dan Quinn is gone. I'm going to say there's a 50-50 chance Matt Ryan is too. You know what and I then think? if that oh, what's up? You know what I think is going to happen? If this, this, it, it, a lot of dominoes have to fall, but if the Patriots don't re-sign Cam Newton, from Georgia, I could see him signing with the Falcons and being the quarterback. Cam Newton? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I, that was There was rumors that he wanted to sign there before he went to the Patriots. So, I, mean, I can I, see it. Yeah. I can definitely see it. And then, look, this is <laughs> – I swear we're going already into the offseason. It's funny to me. But <laughs> if that happens, though, do you see Matt Ryan going to New England or do you see New England just getting a rookie or, like, somebody from the draft? I think they'll go with Stidham. If they lose Cam, which I hope they don't, I really want Cam to stay long-term. But I think they'll so then just roll what, with Stidham, honestly. So then where do you think Matt Ryan is going to go? Uh, 
I have one team in particular that just pops out to me right away. I have to. I would have to think about it. Maybe Denver. Denver, you said. Yeah. Am I cutting out? A little, yeah. Okay. Uh, I said, yeah, maybe Denver. I don't know. I would have to really think about it. But what, who do you got? Dallas. Hmm. That's a Jerry Jones that, move. Yeah, I can is, see it. Dallas, because that he doesn't like Dak. We know Dak's leaving. Yep. Just, just like we can, we can write on the wall that Dan Quinn's out as a head coach. But in the year, Dak is also out in Dallas. And Dallas, yeah, Jerry Jones doesn't really like any rookie quarterbacks, and it just seems like Matt Ryan is a perfect fit to Dallas to me. I don't know why. I can see um, it. I could definitely see that happening. Um, but like you said, a lot of dominoes have to fall for all of this to happen. But the first domino is obviously Dan Quinn getting fired because if the enemy leaves Kansas City, I think, I truly believe he might even be the GM. Mm. Because Thomas Dimitrov is gone too if Dan Quinn leaves. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that the, whole duo of them, them have, is gone. Yeah, both of them haven't really had good track records as of late, so. So who knows? But if he, I really don't hope he he gets the opportunity to come to Atlanta and be the head coach because he has the potential, man. I I think he's the next hot coach. Um, if you if I mean if you don't count Lincoln Riley, but if, I feel like if he didn't come to Dallas last year, I don't think he's gonna ever. Lincoln Riley's gonna go to the NFL next year. I'm already calling. You think so? Yep. Houston. To where though? Texas, the uh, Houston. Maybe Houston. Houston. Um, I, I could see Houston. I I think. Depends on the who who the quarterback is. Like Deshaun Watson makes a lot of sense. Obviously, we know the Oklahoma offense is just high scoring, passing. It's it's just crazy numbers. I think it depends on the quarterback, but I could see Houston. But I think he's coming. I, I think I think he messed up, kind of not taking the Cowboys' job. So I think he'll he'll come to the NFL next year for sure. But we shall see. It's because if you turn down the Cowboys' job, I mean. Yeah, it's really loving Oklahoma if you turn down the Cowboys. Job. I just feel like called the the ins, I don't know. The college football is very shaky to me. It, it's so there's so many variables and components to college football that I feel like we might not have a college football season out of the blue. Like they might just shut it down. So mm. you know, so you really think so? I, I feel like it, it it's on the table, especially because it's so. There's so many students, so many, you know, there's way more than, you know, the NFL that I, I don't feel like they can control it as much as the NFL listen, can. Listen, I can definitely see your perspective. And now that I really genuinely think about it, I can, I know it's on the table. You're right. Because it, the difference between college football and NFL is that college football, there's really nothing you're playing for. Um, essentially, obviously, you are playing for a national championship, but it just feels like it's tainted this year. It's, it's not, it's not as important. Because you don't have all the conferences playing at the same time. I believe the Pac-12 starts later this month or next month, mm-hmm. and it just throws everything off. Um, I just feel like a lot of college, a lot of these college players are playing for their draft stock, or yeah. some of these some of these players are just playing because it's their senior year. They don't want to like lose opportunity to play their last year. So you're right. Uh, the NFL has a lot more to lose. Uh, obviously, they're they're a professional league. College football is more amateurs, but you're right. If they, if they do decide to shut it down in college football, you're right. I can definitely see it happening. So, good call there. But we're going off topic. <laughs> going off topic. Um, so, we talked about the South. Uh, this, you yeah. want to talk about the East? The NFC East? 
real quick, just to pick up, clean up everything else. Uh, Broncos beating the Jets. Weird game. Uh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Brett Rippon going off, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've just, never heard of fights like last either. year. Since when they put him in for Driscoll against the Bucks, I was like, who the fuck is Rippon? Where's Bortles at? <laughs> I know they signed Bortles, but yeah. I guess I guess Rippon beat him out or whatever. But uh, Joe Burrow gets his first win. Joe Burrow has it, though. He's If he gets a team around him, man, he's making T. Higgins look like fucking Chad Johnson in the 85 jersey. Sheesh. Like, I don't know. I, Joe Burrow just has it, though. Joe Cool, he whatever does. you want to call him. Joe, Joe Burrow got it. Uh, Seahawks, they beat the Dolphins barely, but they beat them. That was uh, a weird game. That was like, a weird game it too. just felt like Russell Wilson didn't bring his best stuff, but looking at his stats, he still had a good game. It's weird. And Metcalf, another fucking crazy game. Yeah. Uh, Ravens doing work against the Washington football team, and now they benched Dwayne Haskins, which I'm not surprised. And I don't know. I'm both. I'm like 50-50. I'm not surprised because the way he's playing, but the fact that they drafted him in the first round last year and he's benched, wow. Like, that's... That was just a whole new management. I mean, they're like the, they're like the Jets. The only difference is Washington has the luxury – Having better talent on that team, yeah, which is why they're. Well, see, I, I, we've talked about this last week. If they put Alex Smith in, then I'll I'll start looking at them more to contend for the East because well, it's wide I, open. I mean, but they have Kyle what, Allen starting. Like I don't know. Uh, that's true. That's true. You're right. Take it back. But we'll see. Um, yeah. did you see that Colts Bears game? By any chance, I did not see that. I watched pieces of it and the. The Colts might have the best defense in football right now. Really? I mean, they have been impressive. I'm not going to lie. The Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner, Kenny Moore. I'm obviously losing Malik Cooker is a big bummer, but the way they're playing right now, wow. They shut, They completely dismantled the Bears. And obviously they dismantled a bunch of other teams, but the way they took out, like Nick Foles looked like a chump last week. Like, yo, I was like, wow. And they played the... Rounds this week, which I mean, Odell that's Beckham. that's where I'm gonna. This is where I'm gonna determine if they are. Yeah. Because they, I mean, look, listen, they played the Jets last the week before. Yeah. It's the Jets. No, um, of course. Yeah. And then the week before that, the they played the Vikings. And the Vikings aren't that good on offense either, so we'll see. Uh, I'm gonna hold myself for that one, but the Colts still look good. Yeah. You know, Philip Rivers isn't making the same dumb mistakes he usually would make, so that's already a plus. Um, You're right. What one Brown. more? One more before we get to the NFC East because that's obviously the biggest topic of in football right now. The Vikings firing Bill O'Brien because they basically fired his ass after that game. <laughs> like the Vikings, the fact that they were zero, both of them were zero three. Both of them did not look good, and all of a sudden Dalvin Cook and everybody else wants to come out and play, and they got <laughs> they got Bill O'Brien fired pretty much. Like it's yep. And You're right. Bill O'Brien, bro, we we've been saying this. What the hell was he thinking? What the fuck was he? I I don't know what he was on, bro. He traded Jadavion Clowney for a third round pick and two rotational players. He traded his best player, Deshaun Watson's best target, best friend, whatever you want to say, for nothing. A running back and a second round pick. That's it. You trade all your draft capital for Laramie Tunsil. Kenny Stills and Laramie Tunsil hasn't even really done anything for you. 
and I, I'm no, I know I'm missing trading a second round pick for Cooks. Who? How many concussions does Cooks have up to this point right now? Come on, you're right. Like this is ridiculous. The fact that he didn't get fired sooner is that's what's shocking to me. Like the he hasn't done anything in the league. Just first round exit, first round exit, first round exit, and then last you know last year they got blown out in the second round, but still like. Just everything he's done to this point, I'm just like, man, what a fucking wasted opportunity. Like, that that team really had potential a couple years ago. Now it's like they're kind of retooling, rebuilding, you know, because they literally have nothing because this fucking guy was the GM and the head coach. And just, you know, they're wasting Deshaun Watson's prime, another team that's wasting a good quarterback's prime years. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're right. And then obviously J.J. Watt's getting up to their age, so. How much more of him do you have left as well? So, yeah, I don't understand why he was named the GM as well when they first hired him and stuff. Um, well, remember the GM got fired. I forgot who it was, and then they made him the GM, and they never found another GM. That's their that was their first mistake because <laughs> I think Bill O'Brien is a good coach, but he should have never had his head. Oh, two more moves. Two more moves he did. Sorry, real quick, I'll let you go ahead. They traded their left tackle Dwayne Brown, who's actually good. But because he had a different opinion from the owner, traded him for nothing, pretty much. And they let Honey Badger walk in free agency. And look what happened there. Honey Badger, yes. yes. Won a championship right after that. So, I mean, I, I, I keep saying this, and I want to preface, make this clear. We don't want people to get fired. We don't want people to lose jobs. We understand people have bills, families, all that. But, you know. When it, it, this league, sports is a what have you done for me now lately. And when you're just putting out garbage out there, the players are arguing with you, nobody's listening to you, kind of like what's happening with Dan Quinn and Adam Gase. Like, it's at, at what point you have, is, is it enough is enough? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm not surprised. I'm surprised he's the first one, but I'm not surprised he got fired. So. Yeah, I I don't know the Texans. I just I don't understand why in any professional sports league do you ever make a head coach a GM as well? Like this isn't Madden. This it rarely isn't works. Where you know you think you're almost like it rarely works. Um, I see in the NBA, Doc Rivers as is one that pops up recently that he was the GM and the head coach. <laughs> when did that work out? Like <laughs> Dan Van Gundy for the Pistons was both. Like, exactly. How does I don't understand why any in any sports league a franchise that allows a head coach to be the GM as well like that that's just too much people underestimate the role of the GM um, it's a lot to handle and then on top of that you got to coach this team like it's just too much I don't understand why people do that teams do that owners do that um, but yeah the Texans it was bound to happen zero um, and four I mean I guess they gave him the benefit of the doubt for the first three games just because they play your Super Bowl champs they played the the Ravens who were all good, you know. So, I think, like you said, the Vikings are the ones that did fire them because the Vikings were 0 3 heading into this, and this was a very winnable game for the Texans. And for them to allow the Vikings to score 31 points on an offense that has been struggling all season, yeah, yeah you're right, it's, it's ridiculous. I can't believe it happened, um, but it was bound to happen too. So, I don't know. Uh, we'll see where the Texans take it from here. Uh, we already talked about potential coaching candidates, but we'll we'll get to those stuff. Later in the year, um, as we yeah. see more coaches get fired, because we are going to see Dan Quinn get fired at some point, mm-hmm. and we will probably see Adam Gates get fired, if yeah. not at the end of the season. I, I've heard, I've seen, I've read, I, 
just a lot of things. He they're saying he's good. Like he's not coaching for his job. He's not doing this and that. Like what what is Joe Douglas watching that I'm not watching? I'm I'm confused. Does he have beer goggles on or something? Like I'm 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 Listen. really confused what he's watching that I'm like what is he seeing that I'm not seeing with this with this team that Adam Gase is putting out there. Like, come on, bro. This is Listen, um, the I, I think this is just a, a PR move on on his part. Um, I think he, Adam Gase is gone. I just don't want the. I just don't feel like he's saying it out loud, um, to put more pressure on Adam Gase, because trust me, everybody. Sometimes you put a lot of pressure on an owner that he's forced to make a move that he kind of didn't want to do, and this is it. This is one of those moves. The whole fan base wants him out. The media seems like they want him out. Um, you have casual fans like you and I from the Jets that want him out. Um, it's going to happen. Trust me. Um, this is going to be one of those Black Monday moves if, if that oh. where, where uh, he said all year that, oh, he's not going to get fired, he's not going to get fired, and boom, they just fire him just because he had awful performance. Because like we said it week in, week out, the Jets do not have a winnable game in their schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the Cardinals next week or this Sunday. Sorry, uh, they have the Chargers in LA. Uh, maybe that one's a winnable game, but we'll see. They got the they got the division games coming up too. And then they got the Chiefs in Kansas City. That's not gonna happen. I'll bet my life that the Chiefs win that game. Uh, the only so, winnable games they have are against the Dolphins. That's it. Exactly. And so, I still think the Dolphins can beat them. So. <laughs> Absolutely, because the Dolphins are looking better throughout the season. So. Yeah. I don't know. If they're gonna go, they're they're gonna win two games tops. And mm-hmm. any coach, I don't care how good you are as a coach, um, barring injuries, if if you go two and fourteen, you're bound to get fired, or you're you're at least in the hot seat. And it's, Unless it's your last just, name is Shanahan, then you know that's, I don't <laughs> think that's happening. Exactly. So I don't know. It's gonna happen. Trust me. Just don't we'll always believe what what they say. No, I I know, but it's just. What are we waiting for? Like you're not playing for anything. You know you're gonna go top two in the draft. Like what are we? What are we waiting for? Why I think we need to speed up this process a little bit. In my opinion, from a competitive, well, from a competitive standpoint, I also feel like keeping Adam Gase is gonna get you to lose more games because if you fire him now, who knows? A new coach. <laughs> That's, next true. Next. That's true. You're gonna fire this team up and get them to win a couple games, and you lose your draft position. So yeah, it's true. Um, we'll see. I think the Texans. It's a little different situation because just the embarrassment they went through with Bill O'Brien making those moves, like you said, it, it had to happen now because this team was just getting too toxic. When you see J.J. Watt arguing with your coach, yeah. you know it's bad. So, yeah. All right, well, um, we did it all that. Uh, let's get into the NFC least. Yes. Oh, man. I, I don't know what game you wanted to start off first, Eagles or Cowboys, but I'll let you go ahead and pick whatever game um, you want to talk about. The Eagles game, I saw glimpses of it. Um, I know Ooh. they won. I know they won, but Jesus Christ, Carson Wentz, man. He – this isn't who I expected to be. Um, I really did not. Okay. I know. He looked better this game. I'll he did. No, no. Yeah, like he He looked better. He. This is his best I've seen all season, but still not good enough to me, in my opinion. Um, what was I going to say? Uh. I know the Niners had like depleted team right now, still with no Jimmy G. Their defense is still banged up a little bit. Um, but man, the Eagles are just something else, dude. Uh, 
I don't know why Jalen Hurts is coming. I'm telling you right now, Jalen Hurts is coming soon. Um, you already see him on the on the field a couple times. Uh, but yeah, I don't. <laughs> the funny thing is, the Eagles still have a shot, and I genuinely believe if they really want to win this division, they need to put Jalen Hurts in now, just to you know give something fresh, give something new into this this team because they they're missing something. It's, I know they have no receivers, but they're just missing a spark somewhere, and it might be a quarterback. So we'll see. Um, I don't know if you have any input for that game because. Uh, man, 49ers, Jimmy G's gonna. He has to come back ASAP. Yes. For them to. Because they had that game, and Nick Mullins threw a pick, a touchdown right to the Eagles. Like, the, that was the easiest pick six of anybody's life. Me and you could have made that pick six. Like, he threw it right to him. And I. Man. That, but you know what? The. 49ers uh, rookie that they drafted, Brandon Ayuk, that did that hurdle. Man, he has potential. Ayuk, Samuel, I like the receiving core if they, you know, as long as they stay healthy and, you know, the ceilings are as high as they look right now. They got something over there. Obviously, they went to the Super Bowl last year, but on offense, that is, because they've been really banged up. I haven't really been impressed with their receivers. But, like, I like what Kendrick Bourne, all that, but. Yeah, I, the Eagles, I don't know if Hurts is going to start. I don't, I don't see that happening anytime soon. I just think Wentz is going to be the guy for now. You know, until unless he gets hurt or he absolutely looks like dog shit, I think he's going to keep playing and Hurts is still going to have the clipboard. So, uh, Trust yeah. me, though. I, I guarantee you he's going to play a quarterback at some point. Because I, to me, the Eagles now, I changed my perspective on them. I don't think um, they're going to win all these games. I know this is their first win, but they barely eked it out. I feel like Luck was kind of on their side in this this yeah. night, uh, this game tonight or Sunday night. Um, and sometimes you got to have that twin games. But they could have easily been 0-3 right now, maybe even 0-4 if they didn't tie with the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Hey, this... they're, they're another team that has a lot of tough, tough opponents coming up. Starting the Eagles? with this week. With Pittsburgh, they gotta go to Pittsburgh. Oh, definitely. And then they definitely. play Baltimore next week, so that's already yeah. looking like a one-four and one start for them. Exactly. So I, I, hey, but like the thing is, they're so lucky to be in this division that anyone's really up for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't even talk about the Giants, Rams, uh, and they had a bad game, really bad game. <laughs> um, yeah. But they even have the potential to win this division. They're all in four. What are they like? A game and a half behind. Yep. Because who who's the leader of this division? Are the Eagles? Eagles. Eagles by half a game. Yeah. See. So it's crazy to me, man. They're all in four, and they can still win it. Um, yeah. We already talked about Washington. They're still in it. Um, all right. Now let's get to Dallas. This is. Yeah. I know you got coworkers, you got buddies, all this and that. What the yeah. fuck was that? Holy so the thing is, shit. <laughs> the thing is, I don't want to watch the Cowboys games every week, but we do because I mean I'm working and whenever the Cowboys are on, we have I swear it's like a, a party. It's like a whole bunch of the whole state of Texas comes to watch the Cowboys play, dude. Um, and it kind of upsets me because there's there's like always we have like a bunch of TVs, you know, and you know I put them, I put the Cowboys down for all the TVs. There's that one TV where I just want to put something else, like a different game on, just so I can keep an eye on the league, you know, around the league, mm-hmm. see what's going on. But 
man, everyone wants to see the Cowboys, dude. Every TV I have on, like every, even a different game on, they want to put that game on the Cowboys. Ah, it's frustrating. But yes, I had me. I do watch the Cowboys games a lot. I'm forced to. Uh, Prescott had a good game again, though. I'll tell you that. Looking at it, and I'm looking at the stats right now. Yeah. 500 yards. This isn't his best game of the year, but it was, he. You can tell he tried so hard to bring them back. Oh, like, yeah, of course. He's the only player in this team or in this offense, I would say, that really just try to bring them back. Um, Cooper also well, Cooper as well, but they have so many threats and receiver, dude. It's scary. I think they might have the best receiving core in the league. I agree with you. You said this last week, I believe, because you brought up Cedric Wilson. Yeah. Um, CD Lamp stepping. They look the scary on the receiving end. But uh, what is going on with Elliott, dude? He is not having that kind of season this year. I don't. The offensive line is trash. Exactly. Like, it's just, exactly. Let's, let's just be honest. The offensive line is not what it used to be. They have all these injuries. They have these young dudes starting that have, you know, their breath still smells like Similac, like Stephen A. likes to say. Like they're young, they don't know anything. Like the the matchups they're getting too. Like Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald. These are not good matchups for young guys to you know go up against. But their offensive line is trash, and their defense is awful i mean i know they're banged up but man it is bad the fact that they put daryl worley on the on an island with odell beckham did, did they want to lose that game like i'm i'm confused i did i think they i think the way their game plan is like okay let's let the team go up big and then we'll come, we'll back. come back yeah like i don't understand yeah. but it, 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 it's fresh they have potential like we had them winning this division you know, easily. I know we said nine and seven, but still, like all the other teams, we had them like low seven, six, five wins because Dallas just to me is the clear cut, you know, best team in that division. And right now they're not playing like it. Like you said, Elliot has been fumbling a lot. That Prescott has been asked to do so much. He's putting this whole team on his back that he does make mistakes here and there, which is, you know, it's going to happen, but he's been fumbling a lot too because of this offensive line. But, man, it, it's just disappointing. Like, I feel I feel for some Cowboys fans and then other ones, I'm like, mm, you guys talk all that shit, and now, now where y'all at? I don't hear none of y'all. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's just like you said, the this, they're lucky and they're in this division. They're another team. Eagles and Cowboys should be counting their blessings there in the NFC East because – this is terrible. And we and I thought the NFC North was going to be bad. I thought that was going to be the weakest division. I was, man, I was dead wrong about that. I'll admit that. I'll eat the crow on that. The NFC East is god-awful. Yeah. God and awful. To, to this day, it still upsets me. Because the Cowboys should be 0-4. Let's be honest. They yeah. need to be yeah. the Falcons. They, should, they, yep. they could be 0-4. If they recover that onside, that's <sighs> Yeah, they would have been one of the worst teams in the league. They probably would have been top five in the draft order right now. So, I don't know. Uh, the Browns look good, though. They're impressive. Shout out to the Browns. No one's really talking about them this year. I wasn't really paying attention to them. Uh, I, I like the Stefanski hire. I, yeah, I was a fan this of a it. Good hire. I was You're a right. fan of it. I like the I wasn't offense that they had. Yeah, so, I know. It was kind of weird the way they did it. Like, they just waited until. I think the rumor was. If Minnesota lost, we'll hire Stefanski, and if the 49ers lost, we'll hire Salah. Like that—that's kind of stupid if you, if that was true. But um, 
I like I like the way he used Dalvin Cook and everything. And I was like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Like that, that's your number. That's your one-two punch. You got to do that. And obviously Nick Chubb got hurt, but um, they're using Odell. Like Freddie Kitchens couldn't. I, I don't know what the fuck he did with Odell last year. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> but um, they're using him in every which way, which is good. Like the sweeps, the reverses. Jarvis throwing touchdowns to Odell, and I feel like later down the road, Odell's going to be throwing touchdowns to Jarvis. I just have a feeling. But yeah, See, and this the is the type good. of team. This is the type of team we expected last year, mm-hmm. where everyone had all these expectations for the Browns. What they're what they're throwing, what they're having out there on the field this 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 season is what we expected last year. And Freddie Kitchens just he didn't he didn't deliver and. It's still surprising to me that people still want think Odell wants to leave. I I think a part of me still does, but man, like he's just more involved in his playbook, like in his offense, and it's showing. And it just seems like he's finally having fun. I mean, last week he he had a game for the ages. I haven't seen Odell put on a performance like that since the Giants days. Yep. So um, it's it was refreshing and nice to see. Um, shout out to Stefanski though, because he, like you said, he has a one-two punch in the running backs. But when Nick Chubb went down, D. Ernest Johnson, D. Ernest man. Johnson, Mike right? Hilliard. Yeah, these dudes oh, came out man. of nowhere. These, these dudes came out and stepped up. So shout out to them hey, for but that. The, the Browns, like low-key, they have a squad. They have a they really do. good offensive line. I like their offensive line. I like that they drafted Jedrick Wills. That was my tackle in the, in the draft. I know you know that. Like That was yeah. that was Your my dude tackle. that the, the Giants should have drafted, and they drafted Thomas, but we'll see. But. Uh, they got a good offensive line. Their D, their D line is deep. Like Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon, Ogun, what's his name? Ogunjobi. That's his name. Um, yeah, Brantley too. But um, yeah, I like I like their team. Their secondary is pretty weak. That's kind of their biggest weakness, in my opinion. Their secondary because just injuries and they don't really have corners like that. But yeah, man, they got a squad. They're three and one, low key three and one, look kind of like the Bears. But I have more faith in the Browns than I do the Bears. Right now, I agree, definitely agree. The Browns, to me, are more talent, more talented. Um, and just think about it, man. If they would have signed Davion Clowney, if this fool was just not, I don't know, if if they had him, I would have probably put the Browns. Up there is one of the I, I told you he should have really looked I, at the situation, not oh I want to play the Texans twice a year. Like bro, fucking go into the best situation. Nobody's asking you to fucking live in Cleveland forever. Just fucking live there for one season or however long they wanted to sign you. You have Miles Garrett on the other side. Like come on, bro. This is why he pisses me off. He didn't fucking think that shit through. Now look at him <laughs> in Tennessee with no sacks. Like come on, bro. Yeah. Probably, like, um, I just wanted to bring it up because I know that was going to piss you off. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking idiot, bro. Uh, um, so, yeah, but no. Uh, the Browns, like, yeah, they look good. Um, that's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about next week's schedule really quick before at the end of this episode. Yeah. But, yeah, man, the Cowboys, I still, they're still my favorite. Do you, do you yeah. have them winning no, this yeah, division? Me too. I don't believe, I don't. I don't trust the Eagles. I don't trust the, the football the team. Giants. I don't definitely trust don't the Giants. trust the Giants. Yeah. The only one I can actually see putting up a fight is Washington, actually. Yeah, um, but they need to put Alex Smith in and they're not. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Um, if they put in Alex Smith, I guarantee you this team's going to win a lot of games because just the, the will and fight for him to come back onto the field, I know it's going to spark this team. That's why I don't understand why Ron Rivera hasn't put him in. Maybe there's something wrong with Alex Smith that we don't know about. Um, I mean, they but, said he's he's all clear with his leg, so I'm confused. It might be a mental thing, a psychological Maybe. thing uh, with Alex Smith right but, now. But, I mean, but, look at this schedule. They have winnable games. I know they play the Rams this week, but they got the Giants the week after. That's a win. They got the Cowboys, which that could be a win. They got the bye week, week eight, and then they got the Giants again. And the Lions, like these are, they could they, easily run away with this division. The Bengals, they, like, come on. They might possibly start him. I won't be surprised if they announce him as a starter next week because the Rams is a tough game. Let's be honest. We know that's going to yeah, be tough for them. Of beat. course. Um, but if, if they start Kyle Allen and then, you know, if he has a, I, I expect him not to have a good game at all, to be quite honest with you. And if he has a bad game, they might start um, thinking about putting in Alex Smith after that. Because now that Dwayne Haskins is benched, I don't see him coming back unless both of these quarter, both of those quarterbacks have bad games as well. Mm-hmm. And they have no choice but to put Haskins in. I think Haskins is done in Washington, uh, unless Rivera's gone, but he just started in that uh, organization, so we'll see. Uh, but you're right. Alex Smith needs to play. He definitely needs to play. Um, this that's just a spark that anyone can see coming. Um, any casual fan, even people who don't see football, if you know Alex Smith's story and if you see him come back, you know that's just going to inspire this whole team to play harder. So mm-hmm. you're right. Maybe we'll maybe we'll see when they play the Giants. We'll see if they do start him. If not, I don't know what's going on with Ron Rivera, um, but we'll see. Alex Smith is a huge inspiration. I'm I'm just glad he's back on the field. Let's be honest. Yeah. That was a greatest hearing injury. To see, um, yeah, uh, kind of more like in and out for me, but I don't know if you said this, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he checks into the game on Sunday because he's oh, the backup. Yeah, he's the backup so, yeah, yeah like, something to watch uh, out for. Yeah, just like I briefly mentioned with Kyle, like he's not gonna have a good game. So if he has a very bad game, like you're right, he might just say, "Oh, you know what? Let's just give Alex Smith a shot out here and see what he can do." So we'll see. Uh, that's gonna be one of the games I will be watching. Uh, this Sunday, just to keep an eye on, uh, see how that comes out. Because at least the NFC, at least it's it's not good, but they're they're all just so close together. It's entertaining to watch. Um, because if you had the Seahawks in this division, I would not be paying attention at all to this <laughs> to this division. To be yeah. no, I'm serious because oh, yeah. be, the Seahawks are four and zero. So if if they're already like three games ahead of everybody else in this division, I, I'm already just going to admit that the Seahawks are going to division so we'll see um but yeah uh so i mean we're already a quarter of the way into the season uh what is the most impressive thing you've seen so far from all these teams from the league hmm. let me see i mean i like what i'm seeing obviously from the chiefs besides the patriots game that's the outlier but um the chargers game is the outlier too i don't know the chargers always have their number but yeah just the way they they're rolling like nothing they, they, they just look like they're gonna cruise to the super bowl honestly the way they're looking unless unless the patriots have something to say about that but uh aaron Rodgers and the, and the packers i mean just right. that that to me they kind of ran it back which i don't know why they did they didn't really add any pieces for him and he's making making it work and these dudes are stepping up but this is my this is my thing. They have the same guys. So right now they have Lazard on IR. 
So who's gonna step up for him? I need like it's just it concerns me because they have no depth. Like MBS and, Dev- and Devontae's hurt too. So it's like I know they played the the Falcons, but it's like when they have these tough opponents and they don't have their guys, who's gonna step up? It's just like they they're relying on uh, Aaron Jones. Obviously, he's having a good year. Uh, Tanya stepped up this week. It's just like receiver wise, I don't see anybody making a big impact if it's not Devontae or Lazard or MVS. And that's concerning. Like if Devin Funches was on, honestly, if Devin Funches was on the field, I might have a little more, you know, a little more hope for the Packers. But I, I, they're just like two injuries away from just falling off completely. So that's just something to keep an eye. But Aaron Rodgers is looking like he's on that fuck you tour. Y'all wanted to drop the quarterback? All right, let me show you what's up. And then I still think right. he might leave, like you said. You know, you you said in the beginning of the year he, you know, he's gonna leave. Well, I, I think you just said he might, but I, I'm pretty sure he is. I don't think this is a. Oh, he's gonna stay a hundred percent. Like, there's still that no. sliver of he, he might just end up leaving and saying "fuck you guys." Yeah, Go ahead, he's get upset. your get your boy love. So. Um, yep, you're right. Um, it's just a Brett Favre situation all over again. We're a good teammate leader, so. No, you're right. Um, you're right, though. The Packers, that was one. That was actually one of my two impressive things um, this season so far. Because I knew the Packers were going to do good, but Jesus Christ, they're, they're looking like they might be NFC favorites uh, along with the Seahawks. I'm still going to lead towards the Seahawks just for now. Yeah. Uh, but, geez, the, the Packers, like you said, are, are looking good. They ran it back, and we don't understand why, but so far it's paying off. Um, we'll and obviously see. the the Patriots with Cam Newton is just it looks good. And I, it oh. sucks that he got COVID. It's just really sucks. But like the the first four weeks, you know, it looked good. The running or the first three weeks, my bad. The first three weeks, the running game is rejuvenated. Cam looks healthy. Uh, man, if this team can can just stay healthy and stay you know COVID free. I, we said it. They're contenders. They, you can't sleep on the Patriots at all. And we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but. Yeah. Uh, for my impressive, there's two two teams that have okay. impressed me, actually, this season, the quarter way through. Uh, one is going to – I'm going to go out and say this. Uh, I, you're going to be surprised. I'm going to pick the Dolphins. Um, they've been, okay. I know they're one and three. But they've made competitive. They made it competitive most of the games. Um, they they destroy the Jaguars, which is kind of impressive to me. They put up a game against the Bills, and the Bills are really good. They're four and zero right now. So it's, it's those division games. That I'm, you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, they I know they lost to the Patriots week one, but I just feel like you know it's, you're you're feeling out, feeling it out. You know, it's your first game of the season. Um, but they nevertheless they made it kind of close to the Patriots. This last week against the Seahawks, I know they lost too, but that was that was a good game. Was that was close. impressive. Yep. Yeah, he made that close. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I swear he's a journeyman, but he's and I know he doesn't technically have the games, but to me, he does he just there's something about Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. that just makes this team like good, and, and they still have two on the bench. It's only a matter of time yeah. before he comes in. This That's season. my thing. I want to see two. Like, I, I, I think a lot of people want to see two. I I'm one of them, but. If Fitzpatrick makes it hard for you to just give up that job. Like Dwayne, I'm surprised Dwayne Haskins got benched before Fitzpatrick did, to be quite honest. Yep. So 
I mean, shout out to Fitzpatrick. He's a beast. Uh, I mean, he's not a beast, but he's he's a good quarterback. He belongs in the league. I think he his after he gets uh, loses his starting job, which is gonna happen at some point after that, he's he's not gonna get a starting role anymore anywhere else. But that's one team that I'm impressed by. Another one in three, but there's there's just signs of them. There's potential there that I see. Yeah, that they're gonna do. Really I good, said it, so. bro. I, I told you the team I, I worry about honestly is. <laughs> The Dolphins, because they always figure out the Patriots. But yeah, I, yeah, I can see that Brian Flores, man, he's a good coach. He showed it last year, and he's picking it up again this year. So yeah, I, I'm, um, not, I'm not shocked. The second team that impressed me, and this is actually pretty impressive, because I have a few uh, Steelers friends back at work. Uh, shout out mm-hmm. to Bernie. Shout out to my, my manager Justin. They're Steelers fans. Three and zero Steelers, baby. Three and zero, and they're a very quiet three and zero. Uh, not a lot of teams, not a lot of people in the media are talking about them. Uh, I know we kind of like see them. We're like, oh, they won again, you know, not surprised. But I'm looking at it now, three and no, and I genuinely think they could have beaten the Titans if they played this past week. Yeah, uh, they they've been looking good, man. I know they've been squeaking out these victories, but I did not see this coming. I told you when the in, in the previews that Big Ben. I just thought he lost it. I thought he was done. I thought he was going to have decent no. games, but I didn't, I didn't think he was going to come back and have the same big Ben season that he, he always has. Here's my thing. The same way we said it you know, about the Colts, they played three teams that haven't looked good up to this point. The Giants, the Broncos, and, this, and the Texans. True. True. Let's see how they look against Baltimore. I, I, I like the Steelers. You know, they're, uh, they went 8-8 eight and eight last year with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. Could have made the playoffs easily with Big Ben, so yeah, they, they look good. But you know who I'm really impressed with right now, and you know, circumstances made him get this job. But Justin Herbert's really taking advantage of the opportunity he's been given. Absolutely, he looks like he belongs in this league. Like what he did against the Bucks, like he was dueling with Brady. Like I was, in, I was like, wow. Like I understand that Tyrod. His lung, his lung punctured by a needle, and that's unfortunate. But he was gonna take the job regardless. Honestly, at, at some yeah. point, at some point, Tyrod was not gonna play good, and then or play well, and then Herbert was gonna take the job. So I, I really like what I'm seeing from him, and then obviously Joe Burrow. I mean, he's just killing it. So yeah, I, those those two rookies, man. I want to see Tua. Like, I just really want to see what he has. In, you know, he's gonna come in at some point. I mean, he's gonna. Win them a couple games. Um, that's why you see me. I mean, I know you see it in my past. Too. I have, yeah, a, I have two of them just, just lurking. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to come out. I'm telling you, he's, he's gonna come in. I'm not releasing him. Uh, no, but see, the thing about the Chargers is they're impressive, but to me, they're not that impressive because they cost us the game against the Panthers when we picked them. <laughs> I. Herbert had a great game against the Chiefs. Like you mentioned, the yeah. Bucks. He, hey, the Panthers are the trap team. This the year. Chiefs are a Super Bowl team, and for him to take them in double over, or to take them in overtime was very impressive to me. This is why I told you, hey, let's pick the Chargers against the Panthers. This is gonna be one of those games where Herbert might actually, like, you know, he's he's in the field. He already has a field now in the NFL games. He yeah. might have a great game. They disappointed me that game. This is why they're not that impressive to me. Um, I'm not saying the, the Panthers, team as a whole, just Herbert. That's it. You're right. And I don't know, that kind of a little bias around just because of that um, pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was – Herbert's doing good. You're right. Herbert's doing good. We'll see how he does in New Orleans Monday night. Uh, 
because I will tell you right now, he's going to go off against the Jets. So everybody out there looking for a quarterback uh, in two weeks, pick up Herbert because he will go off in two weeks. So I don't know about this Monday night. But, yeah, the Chargers are 1-3. Um, I don't know. The, like you said, though, I'm just looking at the standings right now currently. And the AC does look good, man. Like I said it, too. That there's two or three teams in every division that are good right now. You got the yeah. Bills, Patriots in the East, the, the Raiders and, and the Chiefs. I still think the Raiders are good. What are your thoughts on the Raiders real quick on the, on the quarter of the season? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sold on the Raiders yet. Really? No, I just – their defense is bad. And it is bad, but I'm I liking their offense. Like yeah, I, Derek Carr's been – he's been playing good. I'll give him that. Like, I just – he just needs to take more chances. He needs to have more faith in himself. I feel like he doesn't want to throw picks, but he needs to take those shots. Like, how else are you going to win games? Like, I feel like that Bills game was on the table for them, and they just, nah, you can have it, Allen. It's all good. Like, the, he just needs to take more risks in the game, which I know that sounds weird, but he's too conservative, way too conservative. And if it continues, he's going to lose his job. Like, I'm telling you right now, John Gruden's a no-bullshit kind of coach, and if he's seeing that he's not taking risks because, oh, I don't want to turn the ball over, then Mariota's going to be playing at some point this year. Like, I just have a feeling if he doesn't step it up, Mar- Mar- we're going to see Marcus Mariota coming into the game pretty soon. So, ah, The Raiders are okay. The Raiders are the Raiders. This is them every year. So, Yeah, I mean. I mean, the North, like, the AC North's looking good. Three and one teams, and then the Steelers are three now. Yeah. So, And then the Bengals are no joke, too. Like you said with Joe Burrow, they're like, he's bringing, he's bringing some life into that organization. So, AC North might be the division, toughest division now. For the next few years and this year, I might add. So the South Titans and Colts battling for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see though, because the Titans right now are in that very, very, very bad situation. So, um, but yeah, I think that's it for Week Four. Uh, do you have anything else? Nah, that's it. Just I guess we can talk um, about the Week Five matchups. Yeah. Well, what is your low-key game of the week? Um game that no one really is going to pay attention to. Hmm. I I'll mean, tell you mine right Colts, now. Colts, Colts Browns. Browns. Yes. <laughs> yes. Colts Browns um, is going to be good just to see both how both teams are. You know, Both 3-1. Yeah. and one. We're going to see the, the I guess this is their first test. I mean, the Browns got blown out by the Ravens week one, so that was, they failed that one, but I don't know. They, I feel like they picked up their momentum, their steam. You know, they got their chemistry going. So, and the Colts' defense looks really good. Like I said, they could be the number one defense in football right now. So, um, yeah, definitely we'll those see. two teams. Um, I think it's a test for both teams. I mean, the Colts' defense is good, but the Browns' offense has also been really good too. So, that is my game, low key game of the week because the Giants Cowboys will be playing at the same time, and you already know the whole hmm. nation is going to be watching that game. Yeah. So, so and, that is my game of the week. And Bills Titans would have been mine if you know they played on Sunday, yeah, not Tuesday. Yeah, so. that that would have been nice too. You're right. Um, I feel like it would have been a Broncos Patriots if the if all the players were playing. The Broncos are unfortunate to have all those injuries. Yeah. Um, uh, Cam's supposed to play. That is what the 
Is he? He's good to go. He was asymptomatic, negative tests, so um, he should be back. But we'll see. I don't know about Gilmore. I know we didn't talk about it, but Gilmore also got COVID, so I don't think he's gonna play. But um, they might not need him for yeah. this game. But Judy looked good against the Jets. I mean, yeah, he did look good. You're right. Potential. But, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, there's just uh, it's it's the bye weeks are starting to come in now. Uh, there's less games now on Sundays, and then with COVID, they're making these games later now on Monday and Tuesday. So there's not really much on Sundays anymore. Now. There's a few games like you know, but it's just this is one of those weeks where it's not that exciting to be quite honest with you. Hey, but hey, we get football three days in a row. We get Sunday. Monday and Tuesday night football. Yep. Do you know if the Tuesday night game will be a national televised? I don't. I don't think so. I don't. Think like so. I'm not on CBS, but is it see like it's all over the nation? I, I, I would be surprised. I would be surprised. But we'll see. But yeah, I mean, and that's, that's it, bro. the Broncos Patriots game is oh, that that's, on ESPN. That's on ESPN, so that is going to be national televised. So we have ESPN. Tune in. It's going to be at a. 5 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Mountain Time. So I'm gonna watch it before I go to work. 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Denver Time. Yeah, bro, that's it. You know, sir. We'll be back next week. We're gonna be back every week with football and to close out the finals. So I don't know if you got anything else to say, bro, but that's it for me. Nah, everybody, stay safe. Uh, Everybody that's getting hit by hurricanes, be safe, because that was no joke. Uh, Enjoy some football this Sunday, boys. Yeah, like we said, finals, baseball, it's all going down. Enjoy sports while we can. All right, well, you know what to do. Follow our social media, subscribe to Sports Inferno, and we'll see y'all later. Stay safe. Cancun on three. Peace. Peace.